these were the last words that Harry Briggs uttered in this life. Hey, you, what in the hell do you think you're doing? He was calling to a craggy-faced, red-haired man standing not far off in a field of new snow. The man didn't answer him. The last living thing that Harry Briggs saw was his wife, naked and beautiful, rising into the air as she prepared to dive. Harry had thought more than once of shucking his career as a professor of philosophy and doing something completely different. What did philosophy have to offer, anyway? Only lots of unanswerable questions. What did anyone need with unanswerable questions? They only made life more difficult. Who the hell cared about Camus and Kierkegaard and Sartre anymore, except his students, who had to care about them if they wanted a passing grade? The answer to the question of humanity's existence on the earth was simple. People were put here to enjoy themselves to smell the heady aromas of salt air and pine forests, to make love when and where the urge struck, and to eat themselves into oblivion. Living equaled hedonism. Philosophically, Harry knew it was so. But putting that philosophy completely into practice was impossible for him. The last film that Harry saw in this life was The Maltese Falcon. It was one of his favorites along with The Big Sleep, Trouble in Mind, and Chinatown. He liked detective films because he thought their heroes were ballsy, no-shit kinds of guys, and that was the kind of guy he had always wanted to be. A 1940s kind of guy. The kind of guy who used words like buddy, java, and gams, and who called attractive women hot numbers or classy dames. The kind of guy who, beneath this gruff, absurd, and anachronistic exterior, was single-mindedly on the side of good. Harry wanted to be single-minded. His last meal in this life was potatoes au gratin and ham. His last conversation was with his wife, Barbara, shortly before she went for one of her nude swims. Their conversation was, ironically, about death and dying, about being dead and what came afterward. Barbara maintained that it would be peachy if, afterward, after death, everyone had a chance to create their own private universe, complete with their own kinds of people and their own kinds of houses and smells and sensations, etc. A place where wishes were made real. A place and people as easily molded as wet clay. Harry conceded that this would be wonderful, but he doubted that anything happened after death. It's just not in the cards, he said. And how would you know, Barbara said. Harry shrugged. I guess I wouldn't, he conceded, because he was always on the lookout for a fight brewing and always wary of participating in one. Barbara pursed her lips. She was an exquisitely beautiful woman, he thought. She was even beautiful when she was pursing her lips. Come on, Harry, don't be such a wimp, she said. Give me an argument, for Christ's sake. There were a couple of reasons that Harry didn't want to give Barbara an argument. Most importantly, she was right. How would he know, indeed, what happened after death? And, for that matter, how would she know? Secondly, if he got into a long philosophical discussion with her, she would delay her nude swim, and that would be a pity, because the longer she delayed it, the more likely she would be to simply not do it. The hour was late, after all, and it was Christmas Eve, 
so even though the pool was heated, the air wasn't. Harry shook his head. No, you're right, darling. I really wouldn't know anything about what happens after death. No one would. Including me? He shrugged again. Well, sure. You just want me to get naked, don't you, Harry? He grinned, then fought the grin back, because it was not, after all, the way a ballsy, no-shit guy reacted to such a question. We'll both get naked, he said, stone-faced. Oh, and what are you going to do once you're naked? He said nothing for a moment, then answered, Swim, I guess. Swim? She smiled. Harry, the act of swimming requires that you actually get into the water. Sure, I know that, of course. She sighed. Keep your clothes on, Harry. Just watch me. I don't want you stepping out of character.